And I'm Kamna. We are women who have struggled with body image issues and weight in one way or another. We want to normalize the struggles that we all face and find comfort in the fact that we are not alone. At the same time, we want to explore ideas that have worked for others to discover changes that might work for us. And at the end of every episode, we will create a call to action. And we encourage you to make your own call to action. Hi, Leah. Hi, Kamna. So what is going on? Not a whole lot over here. I have to tell you, I was kind of a boring call to action person today, this week, rather. Oh, really? I want to hear about it, but I think we should tell people what we're going to be talking about today. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do I keep forgetting to do that? No, it's okay. I just want to jump right in and talk about me, 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 me. <laughs> anyway, what well, I want to listen to you, you, you. Anyway. Let's back up because this topic idea came from you a couple weeks ago, or maybe it was just last week. You said to me that you eat to make yourself feel worse. Mm-hmm. So some, somewhat as like a form of punishment. Yeah. So then from there, we both dis- we discovered like we need a topic on why do you eat? Why do we eat? Yeah. So it was, it was kind of interesting to go down this road though. I can't wait to hear about it because I don't, I want to know more about the punishment part of it because I don't know if I do that anymore at least. Mm -hmm. So I can't wait to hear about it. Yeah. So, all right. Call to action. What was yours? Mine was to, if I was going to be having a cheat meal to plan it out and then to see how I felt the next day. Okay. And Um, this week was a little bit of a fail in that I did go out, but I did not feel like it was a cheat meal. Actually, I had three meals out this week. Wow, that's a lot. Is that a lot? No, no, let's go back to that. Is that a lot? For me, it's a lot. Okay. Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday night, we went to a friend's place, but it was a lot of outside food. Okay. Um, but I, even when we went the couple of nights to a restaurant, I just ordered what I wanted and I didn't order what my eyes wanted, you know? No, like, what's the difference? But like... Sometimes you're like, I should order an app. I've talked about this before. Like I should have an appetizer and I should eat the appetizer and I ordered this food and I can't take it home and it's going to be soggy. So I should eat it now and then overdoing it. But I didn't, I just like limited myself. So I didn't really fulfill my call to action this week at all, actually, even though I went out three times. But did you like account for it and you didn't beat yourself up for it? No, not even a little bit. Well, that's a good thing, right? Not even a little bit. I was uh, tired and I just ate what I wanted and I could have probably done it, overdone it because I was so tired. Yeah. And you didn't. And we didn't have internet. So what do you do? I know. It's amazing how we function before internet. We had a terrible storm and it knocked out the internet. And I was like, the only thing I could really do was read or play Candy Crush. So, so <laughs> Candy Crush, which, yeah, makes you want to eat candy. Yeah. So you basically did kind of do it though. I guess I kind of was more conscious about the meals that I picked and I didn't have dessert really, um, which is for me a big, big change. I was a person who always had to have dessert after every meal. But do you come home and eat dessert? Mostly no. Really? Yeah. Good for you. I think I do. That's a hard change though. You do? I think I come home and want something at least. Oh, that might not be true. Maybe it's popcorn or something, but it's definitely, I'm not done eating when I get home from a restaurant. Really? 
Yeah, no, never. I don't think. Do you feel hungry or do you feel like you just mm. want something? No, I feel like I just am not done until I eat something in my house. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Is that weird? No, it's not weird at all. Okay. Like, I just feel like I don't finish my day unless I eat something in my own home. That's so interesting. Yeah, maybe. Do you not yeah. think that's interesting? I guess I never thought of it actually, because now that I think about it, I bet you I always do that. Like even if we eat out somewhere now, the difference would be unless I'm coming home very, very late. But if we eat out and I, we come home at seven, I think I have to eat something. What if you're really full? Would you still eat something? I think I'm never full by the time I get home. Hmm. Well, I, I would theorize that it's because you're tired when you get home because it's probably past your bedtime oh yeah for sure so your body's like you're not gonna let me sleep let me eat oh you're staying up late so you better eat something to be up to yeah interesting theory there I like that one just a theory yeah I don't think you're wrong on it so all right so mine was I was going to do some data collecting and I really wanted to pay attention to how many cheat meals I had And I don't really, I didn't call them cheat meals. I just knew that they were like off plan. I guess you would say like higher than normal calories slash points than normal. Mm -hmm. And there was only two. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought that was fabulous for me. Great. Were they on weekends or were they? They were on, they were one was uh, Saturday and one was Sunday. And I thought that was really, really, I was pretty impressed with myself on that one. Was that the birthday party one? Yes. So there was one birthday party. Say that again. How did that go? Good. I actually made my smoothie before I went. Um, I think it helped because I didn't eat any of the potato chips or any of the other stuff that was on the table. And, and I think I would have. Doing this. Yeah. And I think it's so helpful. Did it help me so that I didn't eat cake? No, I still like cake, but I was conscious of it. I, I tracked it. I enjoyed it. Um, I didn't feel guilty about anything. So no, I, I, think it went great wow two times out of the whole week I don't think that was bad and how did you feel afterwards um okay so I I felt nervous because I had pizza and I'm like every time I have pizza the scale shows up, up. but I said it's going to show up you just ate pizza like I was as I was eating the pizza I'm like this isn't going to be a big deal you're just going to see the number go up and you're going to be okay with it and I just kept, I literally was telling myself that a hundred times. And sure enough, before I got on the scale and the next morning, I was like, this is supposed to be up. You ate yeah. pizza. This isn't real. It's so I think it was nerve wracking, but I think I needed to do it. But was that a little bit freeing to you to know that it will be up because you had pizza? Yeah, it was. That's incredible. Yeah, it was, it was, it felt good though. Cause I was like, yeah, I know it's going to be up. Wow. I know. So anyway, I'm growing. I'm growing. Knowledge is power. Look at I that. Know. So. All right. So what about this week? So um, where do you want to start talking about why do we end? Uh, the first reason is the obvious reason, right? Because of hunger. Yes. But do we really eat because of hunger? My favorite quote in the world is like, if we only ate when we were hungry, we wouldn't have to worry about losing weight. No, clearly that's not the way we've become. Right. But, okay, so I have a question about this for you. Is okay. Are you 
I know you're not really a clock by the clock eater, but do you eat, do you have like planned out your meals and do you avoid getting overly hungry? Yeah, I think I tend to try to anyway. Yes. Does that help you? Um, yes. I, yeah. Like for example, I will eat in the morning, even if I don't feel hungry because I don't want to get too far hungry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I guess I know I'm probably hungry, but I don't have that stomach growling hunger. Okay. You know, yeah. What about you? Do you eat out of hunger? Um, I think, yeah. I mean, I'm more of a by the clock eater, um, which helps me. I think just to kind of know what's happening. But the past couple of days, I have been alone, so um, my clock is really skewed. I had dinner at eight thirty last night, which is really scandalous for me. I don't (laughs) ever eat that late. Scandalous! You called it scandalous. I love it. But I think what happens was when I, I wasn't hungry. So I'm like, I don't really need to eat. But because I ate late, it gave me permission to eat other things. And then I was snacking and wait, drinking. why did it give you permission to eat other things? Because if my, my mind says, okay, stop eating at 730. That's like my imaginary cutoff. Yeah. Past that, then it's like, oh, it's a free for all. Oh, so you're saying because you went past it, it you, you broke the rule already. So you might as well just keep breaking it. Yeah. Keep breaking it. Oh, do Which you always like, do? sorry. Do you always do that? If, if I'm consciously thinking about it, probably. So if you break the rule, you're like, let's just keep going. Why not? <laughs> wow. You scandalous. You are scandalous. Well, I'm, you know, I'm a rule follower. So when I fall off, I fall yeah. off really hard. So instead of saying it's eight o'clock, I know I should probably eat something. I'm just going to have something light. Mm-hmm. You're like, let's go all in. Well, I had my dinner and then I was like, I'm actually full. But then I was, I was cleaning and doing stuff that random stuff. Cause it was such a free day. So I was like, by the time I was done cleaning, I was like, I could eat something now. Yeah, I should have just gone to bed. But that's the thing you said is you could eat something again. You were probably not maybe fully satisfied from your dinner. Maybe, maybe. maybe. Hmm. Did you enjoy what you ate or were you beating yourself up for it? No, you know, it's so interesting. The more you start paying attention, the more you realize. So I ate a Justin's peanut butter cup. Oh, Um, yes. I wanted to try one of those. I I have to grab one. And I ate probably half of it. And I'm like, I'm kind of done. I I need to stop eating. Like half of the package or half of a cup? Half of one cup. What? But I thought, thought, how could I leave the other half? So I have to finish it. Right. Which I didn't need to. Okay. Let's just pause. You can successfully eat half (laughs) of a peanut butter cup. In theory, but I didn't do it in actuality. I ate the whole thing. I, I don't know of anybody who eats only half. So I think you are normal, but I'm liking where you're going with this. If all of us ate half of it, do we really need the other half or do we just want it? No, I like, I, I've been trying to pause that. I think that was yeah. my call to action from some time ago, but I'm trying to pause and see, how do I feel? Am I hungry? Am I, do I need something else? And I, at that moment, I was like, I'm kind of done. 
I had a taste, I had a little bit, I'm done, but I kept eating it. And that's where I need still work to do. Uh, Cause you're not going to throw it out and you didn't want to what wrap it up in a baggie for a half of a Reese's cup. Well, this is where my was. weird mind is if I had cut it and then eaten half, that would have been fine. But because I had bitten into it, I'm like, I can't leave it. Interesting rule follower there. I know. It's contaminated. So I have to finish it. So. I see that. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Okay. So we we nailed that one. Did we eat when we're hungry? Eat when we're hungry. I think most of us recognize that and do that. But do we wait too long would be the question. Right. And then um, another one, which I've heard often is eating out of boredom. Oh, uh, that's me. Yeah. Yeah. I think I do that more than anything. But by the way, I have to tell you that. When I was looking up the reasons we eat, I kept, I found this one piece of this little nugget, I'm going to call it. And it's, I don't know why I never thought of it. I don't know why I never um, put these, connected these dots, but I, it was coming up that a lot of times we eat as a coping, coping mechanism. Tell me what that means. So it's uh, what I was reading said it to deal with stress, boredom, anxiety, or even feelings of joy. We eat as the coping mechanism for that. So, of course, you know me, I had to look up coping mechanism, the definition. And it's behaviors that aim to avoid stress or unpleasant emotions or super pleasant emotions in the joy case. And I think that's exactly what I do. And I feel like there's so much power in me calling it a coping mechanism. Wow. So do you think you cope to avoid something? Um, I think when I'm, when I'm bored, I'm eating, it's a coping mechanism because I'm bored and I feel bad and guilty. Like, why am I bored? I shouldn't be bored. Do you feel like you should be doing something else? Yeah. Yeah, I do. So it's an avoidance. Probably. But I don't know what I want to do. Do you know what I mean? It's like this vicious cycle and it's completely a coping mechanism. Do you think it's not really boredom that you're just fatigued and you need to rest and you're not allowing yourself to rest? So maybe because when I feel like I'm resting, I feel like I should be doing something. Mm. So you feel guilty? Maybe. Yeah. Cause I feel like I at least should be getting steps in. Wow. Do you ever just sit on the sofa and do nothing and just watch no. TV or nothing? No, you don't. No. You very rarely, maybe for half hour, 20 minutes, I will at the end of the night with Alyssa watch something. Um, and but then I fall asleep within five minutes, 10 minutes. Wow, but no, I don't ever just sit on the couch and watch something or play something or do something. That's so interesting. So, yeah, why do you? Yeah, I if there are days when I'm tired, so I just sit. I catch up on TV or just sit and I don't know, whatever, read. I just see that's the that's where I just go to bed. I but just literally yeah. go to bed instead of sitting on the couch. Sometimes I might take a little cat nap, but that's because I'm my bedtime's later, so right. But so essentially I guess I'm resting where everybody everybody probably in the whole world, and not not literally, but most people sit on the couch and rest. I just go straight to bed. Yeah, that's actually smarter, I think. But I like what you were saying about it being a coping mechanism. Yeah, it is. And I love calling it this. I think you're absolutely right. I mean, there's so many of the, and I wrote down several of the things you said of stress, 
of boredom, of um, what was the other thing you said? Um, stress, anxiety, feelings of joy, yeah. unpleasant feelings or unpleasant emotions. Like, yep. I'm going to give you another example. Like when I'm angry or aggravated or mad at somebody, I will eat. And I feel like that's how I deal with it. It's that coping mechanism. Really? Yeah. Does that help you, you think? Uh, probably not. No, but I feel like it will help me if I call it a coping mechanism. Because now here's where I connected the dots. I went, okay, I've heard of the term coping mechanism before. Like people, some people absolutely need a coping mechanism to get through some things. Mm -hmm. So now that I'm calling it that, I go, great. I just need to find a different coping mechanism. Yeah. Oh, yes. Right. So it's not like I'm, I'm, I still need a coping mechanism when I'm stressed. I still need a coping mechanism when I'm bored and anxious, anxious, whatever. I still need it. So now I just have to go, okay, what's my new coping mechanism going to be? Any ideas? Um, no, <laughs> not at all, but I'll let you know when I get there. But um, I really think that the, just calling it that has really changed my outlook on it. I think that's so interesting. Yeah. I had a week, a day last week, last week was kind of a rough week emotionally and um, I posted about about it on social media, but I, I just couldn't cope with the level of anxiety I was dealing with. So I just sat on the sofa and ate basically all evening. And it makes you feel worse. You don't feel good. And I think this was a little bit alluding to the, what we talked about last week of I was feeling bad. So I ate to alleviate that, but I just felt worse. So then I just kept eating. So you, so that's where, this is where this topic comes in. Like, you really ate to punish yourself. Not really punishment. I wanted to wallow. What? Okay. Tell you me know, what you I mean feel, by that. I was feeling badly and I just wanted to stay in that moment because I just couldn't, I couldn't see a way out of, uh, I'm not saying maybe I need medication. I don't know, but <laughs> I was saying that I just, I just felt so low that that's the only way I could see to feel good was to eat. So you were looking for that hit of dopamine that you get from food. Yeah, Your but I felt, feel, physically I felt ill in that search for that dopamine. Really? Mm -hmm. What do you, I mean, you don't have to share what you were down about, but did you recognize in the moment? Like I am realizing that I'm not, I'm not feeling my normal self right now. Did you okay. recognize that? And I can you know, as you get older, you start being aware of things, but I could feel it creeping on in the afternoon. What do you mean? You could, what do so you mean you could feel it? I could feel it in my body and it was an agitation and a, I don't know how, a distress, not distress. That's too harsh, but like some uneasiness. And okay. I canceled a few of my events because I was just uneasy and I didn't want to really deal with people and so I stayed home I was trying to like get myself out of it but it took pretty much the whole night and part of the next day do you think that the by not going and seeing other people that that helped you or actually made it worse like do you think that you should have just still gone out no really why because I I just know myself in those moments I just need you can't fake it till you I, make it no I'm I don't I have a terrible poker face I think you have a great poker face. I've seen you. I've looked at you sometimes and been like, oh God, I can't read. I can't read what she's thinking right now. 
So I think it's good. Well, I, I don't know. And I, I was proud of myself only for the fact that, okay, I didn't like the fact that I ate. Wait, I have to interrupt you because I'm, I'm seeing this now and you're right. You do have a bad poker face because (laughs) when something is really bothering you. I can tell immediately. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I retract my statement. I was like, wow, I made progress if I have a good. No, I was thinking of a different light in different situations. I can't read you, but when you're have, when you're not in a, yes, I've seen you and I'm like, are you all right? And you're like, just yes, yes. And I know you're not, but yeah. I just need a minute. And I think when people don't understand me and they don't realize that, well, anyway, we're really way off topic, but I know I don't even know what, how we got, but I think the anxiety piece of it, it just makes me want to eat. Okay. And I, I don't sometimes, I think I used to do this to eat, to punish myself, Okay. um, to feel worse, but in this case, or as it has evolved, I'm eating to try to feel better. Yeah. And that's your coping mechanism. Yeah. And I read that so many times and that's another reason why people eat. They're eating to get that hit of, mm-hmm. hit of dopamine from their food that they're eating. And I think that's what you were trying to do. Yeah, exactly. But it's, again, it's that coping mechanism. Yep. Like yep. I, and I was looking at other coping mechanisms and I was thinking about like when my husband's anxi- anxious or nervous about something, he paces. That's his coping mechanism. He paces and paces and paces, eats candy, pops candy in his mouth like crazy. And I can tell immediately when that's happening. Yeah. And I think we all have them. And I really, really find it very fascinating to watch other people's coping mechanisms. Really? Yeah. Because I think there's value in that. I do. One, you're picking, you, I I can see, I immediately know, okay, they're having a moment, like maybe they don't need me to bother them or opposite. Maybe they do. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think there's value in that. The second thing is I think it's great to share ideas of how other people cope with things. Right. Like, okay, maybe I need to try that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I know people swear by meditation for me, it doesn't really work. I was listening to a meditation last week to, anyway, it actually made me feel worse. So I know really? it works. I know there's power in it for me right now. It's, it's just not. My son does. Have you ever heard of ASMR? Uh, I've heard of it, but what is I it? don't, I really, I, we should have him in here and ask him, but I really don't know a lot about it. I probably should do a deeper dive, but he swears by that. It calms him down like you wouldn't believe. He puts on ASMR videos in his little earbuds, and that's how he deals with his coping mechanisms, which is, I'm so proud of him for that because where he used to eat Doritos, he has discovered this instead. My God, that's so genius for a kid Yeah, to find a, an alternative way. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know. And it's, I know it's a lot of sound effects and sound yeah. stuff, but um, yeah. That's his coping mechanism instead of food. I know we need, this is why we need to learn from other, each other. And like, what is your coping mechanism? Yeah. I can tell you one of my coping mechanisms in the car right now is I put on the smartless podcast and I just laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh. Well, I know I should be listening to other podcasts that like, I'm going to need to get caught up on and help with this podcast or other things in general. I don't, I listen to that one and it makes me laugh. But laughter is so powerful. Yep. Absolutely. That's a mechanism. Instead of eating in my car, which is what I used to do, I put that on. 
I like it so much. So can I just, to change the subject back to you, do you feel better now? How did you get out of that funk? Um, I think weather affects me greatly. And if it's a storm, I don't know if there's like, this is going to sound hokey, but there's like more electricity in the air. Mm -hmm. I think it affects me. Meaning? I feel extra charged up. I don't know. I feel in a negative way. Yeah. Really? Like, do you, do you not like storms? Or they, do they make you nervous? I love storms. I love storms. I love thunder and lightning. I love them. So but I'm I think confused. physically I have a reaction and I'm, I'm going to need to do some research on that. I didn't do any you research. Think you have a reaction to the storms. I don't know. Some science person is going to tell us what it is. Okay. I'm very intrigued by this. I bet you you're not the only one though. Yeah. And darkness, you know, where we live, it's dark, like, ugh. 800 days of the year so I know and I hate it but there are some people that like it I can't deal with the darkness as soon as it's sunlight I'm outside that's my coping mechanism ah see Mm -hmm. yeah we need to know what we need better coping mechanisms in life I think is where what this is boiling down to so there was something interesting I read when I was talking with um looking at this topic and I think we should come back to the reasons why we eat. I made like a little bit of a list, but the okay. scienceofpeople.com said we make more than 200 food decisions every day, but we are unaware of 90% of them. Wow. Think about that. We're making food decisions constantly, but we're just not aware of them. You're unaware of 180 of those food decisions. Wow. I believe it though. That's crazy. I do believe it. I mean, anytime you open the refrigerator, there's 60 food things right there. Yeah. That your brain is processing really quick. Like, do I want this? Do I want that? Do I want that egg? Do I want cream in my coffee? Do I want milk in my coffee? Think about, I mean, just crazy. There's a lot of conversation that happens in your head about this yeah. or that, this or that, but that's, that's even more conscious than what we're talking about. Right. Some of it is just mindless. Wow. That's insane right? Yeah. And then related to that was, um, uh, this is a quote from that site, the mindless margin, which is a span of 200 calories. Okay. That can make the difference between gaining 10 pounds in a year by eating a hundred calories more in a day or losing 10 pounds in a year by eating a hundred calories less in a day. I love this so much because it really is boiling down to 100 calories, correct? Yes. If you can eliminate 100 calories in one day. Yes. The best example I read was the crust off of your bread. I love the crust of the bread. Do you really? I love it. That's I mean, I don't, part. I don't mind it, but I don't love it. I mean, I, I, I love the top part of the bread. That's really? my favorite part. Even a bun. I love the top bun. Not the bottom bun. You love the top bun. I do. That's that smooth exterior. I just love it. <laughs> I, I don't know if I've ever heard anybody say I love the top bun. I might scoop out the inside of the bread. And okay. The outside of the bread. Okay. By the way, I have seen people do that on social media. Like they'll they'll take their bagel and they'll pick out the inside and then still eat their bagel. There's a hundred calories right 100 there. Hundred calories. Absolutely. Absolutely. What a great idea. And like they were little shortcuts of hundred yeah. here and there. 
they were um, saying that if you present food in, a, in an appealing way, it's going to be more tempting and more um, like you want to eat it visually, which makes sense for things you want to eat, like fruit or vegetables, um, a little side story. So I had cut up some celery and I put it in a, a dish and I took it out because I'm like, it's going to go bad if we don't eat it. So I left the lid open um, and I just left it on the counter. And when I came back, the container was gone and empty. Did you eat it? Not me. It oh, was but your husband ate it. But I was like, that's, it's there. It, it was cut. It was ready to go. And how powerful that can be. Mm-hmm. But the same can be said for the, something opposite. Like if you have a dish, a beautiful dish with Hershey candies in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to want to eat that too. There's power in that sight. Yes. And that's a hundred calories right there, right? What? Why don't we ever put vegetables in our candy dishes? Oh, that's such a good idea. I like, like I'm being serious. Like my, my, I know my, I don't have, I don't have any candy dishes, but like, I remember my whole life, my mom had all these really cute candy dishes for every holiday. Like, why don't we ever put vegetables in them? Yeah. Or grapes. Great idea. I love it. You know? I love it. Because if you see the vegetables, even if you're mindless eating, at least that's a better option than right. anything else. Like even like cherry tomatoes, throw those in your, your candy dish. Well, it's better than throwing those vegetables in the garbage. I know. Because that's what a lot of times they get buried and then you're like, oh man, I just wasted all this money. I know. I know. Well, that's the other reason we eat is because we paid for it. So we have to eat it. Oh, the- did you even that? Did you just come up with that on spur of the moment? Because that's so true. I did write it down. Okay. <laughs> like, how many times do you do that though? Like, I got to eat this. I, it, I bought it. I made it. I got to eat it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm guilty of that. Yeah. yeah. And then you you just feel like okay, I need to finish it, and then you're overly full, and then just a whole cascade of yeah. emotions. I, here's another one that why, why I eat is if other people are eating. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I feel and like I have to if they're like a, a yummy noise eater. Oh, you might like the ASMR thing, but go on. <laughs> what do you mean by that? If they're moaning when they eat or. <laughs> well, yeah. They're like, this is so delicious. And oh, they're yeah. making the little noise, yummy noises and mm, it's so good. And Yeah. Then you're like, yeah. maybe I should try it. It sounds pretty good. Yeah, I, I maybe you're right. Like if somebody says something's great, you got you got to try it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe that's part of the reason at birthday parties when I go to them, I I will go in sometimes going, I don't want the cake, and then everybody's eating, and I'm like, I gotta have the cake. Could you do with just a taste, or is that not? No, no, no. I don't think. I mean, I guess I could try. It just, I don't think it would be fun. No, no. I remember, um, I've told this story to other people before, but there was, and when I was volunteering in the high school and, um, there was a girl there eating a piece of chocolate and you know how, when kids have braces, they eat things in a funny way, you know? So this girl was eating this chocolate and it was like one of those, I mean, the best thing I can compare it to is like a Hershey, you know, the one little rectangle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And she took probably five minutes to eat that piece of candy. Stop it. No. And I was thinking, and this is memory is stuck in my brain because 
if we could all eat like that, how much more satiated would we be to say, I really enjoyed this piece of chocolate instead of gobbling it up and having that mindless experience? Yeah. Well, okay. So let me go back to that. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a one taste person. I don't, it doesn't, I don't know how to do it. I really don't. So I don't, I think though, if I cut it up and, and spread it out, like, and had it just a little bit here and a little bit there and a little bit there, I could do it. I used to be very successful with like a chocolate protein bar. I would cut it all up and put it in a container in the fridge and then have one little piece here and one little piece there. But I think that's because my mind knows I have more. Oh, but if I, my mind only knows I have one, it, I think it freaks out a little bit. Really? Yeah. It's like, no, 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 no. That one is, one's not going to help. You feel deprived? Um, I don't know. Which is also why I don't drink anymore because I cannot have just one. Mm. I just have, I don't have that ability in my brain to just stop at one. Yeah. Can't stop at one, one bite. Doesn't work that way for me. Yeah. That makes sense. But I think it's important to know that about yourself. Yes. That's what I was going to say. I think it's important to know that because you don't want to just do something mindlessly. I envy people who can have one taste and one drink. I envy you. I do. I would be, I would love to be able to do that. And maybe I could with more practice, but I'm just, I don't know that I am that person yet. No, not yet. I will be, but not yet. But you're, you're better than you think, I think, because there's been plenty of times you come back from a party and you're like, oh, I just had a taste of this one and a taste of that and a taste of this. I think that's well, huge. There's, there's something that has changed in me. And I think there's a benefit in talking about this is that in the past year, I've been trying to give up to some degree, sugar, dairy, gluten, the dairy I'm a failure at, I'm still eating cheese, but the sugar has really decreased a lot for me. The amounts I used to consume, nowhere near that. And the gluten is pretty much non-existent. I feel so much better. I'm not bloated. I'm not like my belly's not distended. I don't feel gross. There's so much power in feeling good that I want to keep doing that. Yes. So if I say no to something because I feel good, I'm going to keep doing it. I like the way you worded that. If I can say no to something because you feel good. Yeah. I think we all need to say that to ourselves. Yeah. And I think the flip side of that is when we feel deprived of something, like you were talking about just only having one, then we feel like we need to go a little crazy. Yeah. And that is the truth. The more we deny ourselves something like bread or sugar, some people cut out whole food groups, the more you start actually craving those things. Yeah. And I'm not saying that my, my sugar took me a long time, no doubt, but it's worth it. But you have sugar. Yeah. But just the small amounts of it, not like you used to. I have, like, I have a spoon in my coffee and then I might eat something sweet in the day, but very rarely anymore. Not indulging in sugary stuff. No. And you eat fruit. So we're not talking about that. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Just trying everything I can to feel better. Okay. Which I think that's what the ultimate goal for all of us is. We just want to feel better. Yes. I mean, weight loss is part of it, but really we just want to feel better mentally feel better. 
You want your skin to look better. You want your health to be better. You want to have more energy. You want to do the things you want to do without getting tired. It's everything. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any other um, items on the list? Well, the only thing I really found was that sometimes when we overeat to punish ourselves, we really need to ask ourselves in the moment, is this an act of self-loathing? Are you not happy with yourself at this moment? Are you loathing who you are in this moment, who you've become? Maybe you loathe how you just acted to somebody like that self-loathing, there's a piece of there that is part of it that I read in one article is connected to overeating with to punish yourself. Wow. And I thought that was a real deep moment because that word loathing is just makes me sad. And I don't want anybody to self-loathe themselves. Believe me, I've done it. I have been there, done it. I'm not saying I don't self-loathe sometimes, Yeah. but I think that that's another layer of, of questioning to ask yourself. I totally agree. That is a little bit blowing my mind. Yeah. So I wonder if when we're eating, sometimes are we doing it because we really self-loathe right at that moment? Yeah, that's definitely one of the reasons, I think. Yeah. And then we have to really be kind to ourselves if that's the case. Um, I really would recommend connecting with somebody if that's the case. Like if you're in the self-loathing spot for whatever reason, think connect with somebody that you know cares about you is important and forgiveness or listen to a funny podcast or listen to a funny podcast absolutely yeah I think laughter seeing people connecting you're right it all those are good different coping mechanism ways for sure Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so did you come up Um, with more so uh this is my list hunger you see it you smell it oh yeah so like if you're in a bakery, you smell bread, even when you're not hungry, you're like, oh, I could have some bread. Or if you're in a coffee shop, you're like, oh, I could have a coffee. And then you don't get like just regular coffee. You get the whole. Yeah. Let's, all- let's back up for a minute and talk about the scene something. I didn't even know crumble cookie existed in Solon. Didn't even know it. Not even once did I know it was there. Happened to see it, saw the line out the door. And now all I can think about is I really want to try those cookies. So do you think the line out the door made it more tempting to you? Yep, I sure do. I was like, oh my God, these got to be amazing. The, the line is out the door. Didn't even know it existed. Wasn't even on my radar of getting, I mean, I've heard of it, but it wasn't like, since I've seen that line there, I have literally probably thought of it at least once a day. And then I went, maybe there'll be one on the way to Chicago because we're going to Chicago. Maybe there'll be one that I'm there and I could just call it like vacation food. Sick in my head that this is what's going on. To be um, very contrarian, I think I'm, I have a very, um, I'm an opinion of very small group of people. I was not that impressed with crumble cookie. Okay. I had it probably a year ago and I took a little sliver of whatever flavors were in the box. Yeah. I was, it, to me, it was like overly sweet and I just, I don't know. It didn't hit the spot. So. Okay. Well, that makes me feel better, but I think I still want to try it. You should try it. Absolutely. Just saying. But the line made you want to try it. I think that's interesting. I think that that definitely played a role into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So then go ahead. Keep going. Um, you see it. You smell it. You boredom we talked about. If it's a special occasion, we talked about celebrations before. Uh, eating out of stress. Okay. Uh, you see other people eating. We talked about that. Out of happiness. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's go celebrate. Let's go eat. 
Um, if you're tired, we talked about if you don't go to sleep and you end up eating out of depression, mm-hmm. which is what we which, talked about with the, yeah, um, you paid for it. It looks enticing. So have you ever been somewhere where um, like you see a beautiful chocolate cake and you're like, I kind of want that. Or when, yeah. if, if they bring like dessert out to another table, you're like, oh, oh I want that. I want that. Yeah. Oh yeah. So All the time. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of reasons and I'm sure we didn't even hit all of them. I know. I'd love to hear from everybody else though. If they want to go on our Facebook page, wait, what, and comment why they, um, why they eat. If it's something we didn't tackle today, I'd yeah. love to hear from you guys. Yeah, definitely. Because I'm sure there's so much more that we didn't even think about. Yeah, definitely. All right. So what's your call to action? So my call to action is going to be really simple because I don't know what happened last week and I couldn't do it, but um, it's try to cut a hundred calories every day. Okay. Out of things you've already eat, you already eat. Yeah. Like, um, if I eat, I don't have a good example right now, but if I'm, for example, if I'm eating a salad and I put a tablespoon of dressing, maybe I put a little bit less dressing. Okay. And then maybe I put, um, no cheese, uh, you know, stuff like that. Stuff like that. Yeah. I was thinking even like maybe a uh, half of a avocado instead of the whole avocado. Oh or, yeah, I did that today. Yeah, yeah, like little things like that would be, you know, add those things that you don't think that add up really do. Well, for me, it's not so much the food part, it's the snacking part. So I need to watch that and see if I can get a hundred calories in my snacks. Oh, that's even more detailed. Mm-hmm. I like that. Okay. Well, mine is um, different. We're traveling this weekend and we're going to be in the car for six hours and I'm a car eater. I like eating in the car. We didn't even talk about that. I know we didn't. You're right. I am a car eater. So what I want to do is I want to pre-make snacks and pack them and actually plan for them. Like, okay, well, you can have them at this hour and this hour and this hour. Do you get tempted if when you make your uh, bathroom stop to get stuff? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. I want it every time I go in. I want something every time I go in. Do you want like the candy or do you want the pizza? Um, I think it depends on the the mood and where we're at. If we're at a gas station, I want a bag of candy. If we're at like a rest stop, like I want like the Dairy Queen or, you know, yeah, I want something every time I get out of the car. So are you, what, how are you going to handle that? Well, I'm going to have snacks in the car. So you're not going to be tempted to buy something. I hope not. That's my plan. Anyway, I'm going to have them in the car. I'm going to have them accounted for and just, I'm going to space them out. That's so good. Well, we'll see if it works. I'm, I can't wait to hear about it. Yeah. I'll make a list of the snacks I have. Yes. Take pictures, share with oh, us. Boy. All right. We'll do that. So, all right. Well, have this a good fun. Safe travels. Thanks. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and give us a five-star rating. Or you can share the podcast with your friends and tag us. On Insta, you can find us at Health Coach Kamna and WW Chick Leah. Or on Facebook, you can find us at Leah's WW and Health Coach Kamna. 